really matters? That might be the most important question you can ask. So let's talk about it. Welcome to What Really Matters podcast, Everyday Spirituality with Karen Wyatt. Thank you for joining me here again today for another episode. Today, I want to talk about searching for community on the spiritual path. And this has come up for me recently in a few different ways. For one thing, I'm a member of a few groups on Facebook for people who have deconstructed from their religion. And this is something that happened for me a long time ago, back when I was in college. But I'm very interested in this path of uh coming up from a religious upbringing in childhood and when people make the choice to leave behind that religious teaching and to move on. And we know from uh, talking about various levels of consciousness development that the next level of development after being part of a very tightly focused religion is to go into the rational stage of thinking, which for many people means they become agnostic or atheistic. So they're leaving behind this um, controlling, externally focused religion of the past and enter for a time into this rational state where there isn't really a connection to anything greater than the self. While people are at that rational stage of development, there are other stages beyond that for consciousness that people enter into. But I've been interested in how people navigate this time when they leave religion behind and for a while are um, a, a little bit in limbo, perhaps, and floating without a connection to anything greater than them, and even without a connection to their own internal guidance system. So I'm part of this these groups on Facebook. I read a lot of people's comments, and one thing that really stands out to me is that people who have left behind a religion are really um, lonely and really desperately in need of community and struggling to find a community that can replace what they've left behind. This is also a natural step in our growth because the uh, stage, the, the traditional stage in, in which we're part of a very close-knit religion is a, is in a sense, tribally oriented. It's all about the connections that we have to other people. The rational stage we enter into is an individualistic stage where we're focused more on our own personal growth, figuring out who we are, finding out what motivates us in life and answering a lot of those questions. The next stage after rational is pluralistic. And once again, when we get to the pluralistic stage, we end up into a more communal stage where there's more connection to other people. And the focus is on being with others and connecting with others. But I'm interested in this journey of spiritual growth and how people do go through phases of their growth and existence when they can be very lonely and feel a lack of community. 
I look at my own history and my own growth, and I'm curious about it. I also, another motivator for this topic to come up is reading so many studies lately on the importance of community for our health, for our physical, emotional, and mental health. We need to be part of supportive communities, and even longevity is based on being part of a community where we receive support. So as I've been on my own spiritual journey, I went from in high school and college being part of a very tight-knit conservative religious group to in college deconstructing from that religion. Um, I, I traveled fairly quickly through the rational stage. I, I may have been agnostic to a certain extent for a while, but I always had a sense that there was something greater than me and that I am on my own, my own journey here, figuring things out for myself, developing my own spiritual life. So that's the place I moved into fairly quickly after leaving religion behind. And I look at myself now, especially after going through the pandemic uh, for the last few years and being isolated a lot and really withdrawing from social functions. And the fact is that I'm pretty comfortable. I, I, I'm pretty comfortable being alone. I, I tend to be a loner. And I don't really desire to be part of social groups and to go out to functions and, and be with other people. And I don't know if that's normal or not, but that's just how I am. I'm very comfortable being alone. But I read the agonizing posts from people who've left religion behind who are really suffering because they left this loving, supportive community, not always loving. And in many cases, um, they're discovering later, it wasn't really loving at all, um, but highly judgmental. But, but they're going from having a place to go every week, multiple times a week to be with other people who know them and care about them to suddenly feeling like they're really on their own. And that's the hallmark, I think, of this rational stage of development because we're focused in on our own individual development that we, we are turning aside from the community supports for a while in order to shore up our own identity, who, who I am and what I care about and what matters to me. Some of us move on and we become part of community once again, and we may find a community of like-minded people who are growing in the same way we're growing, who are looking at the same spiritual issues we're contemplating and we may find people that we resonate with that offer us that support again, but that has not happened for me. I have my family that I'm very close to, and I feel very comfortable with my family, but I have not become part of a group, once again, that I meet with in person and spend time with and connect with. So sometimes I wonder, like, am I doing myself a disservice because we know that community offers all of these health benefits? And um, will I someday regret this because I'll reach a point in my life when I feel lonely myself and I no longer have that, that support system in place because I failed to create it at a younger age? And I don't know. I contemplate that. So I've been reading and thinking about that lately. Um, 
And again, it's pretty clear from the research that community is very important. But I've been reading about other ways of com- of creating community because part of the issue for me is I don't want to belong to <clears throat> to just any community. I mean, I don't want to be part of a superficial group that comes together that doesn't really have anything in common. And one thing that I've witnessed and learned about is that as we move along in our spiritual growth and um, we expand into higher consciousness, there may be fewer and fewer people out there who can relate to us, who can even understand where we're headed spiritually and what we're working on. So it may be harder to find that group of like-minded people, harder to find people who actually even understand what we're talking about if we try to describe our own spiritual path. So it seems to me that a certain amount of loneliness and solitude is built into this journey of spiritual growth that we're navigating on our own in a way, learning what we need to learn in our own lives. And we may come across people that we see who are, who are also on their journey, but we're not on the same path. We're not on the same journey. We may cross paths. We may connect briefly, but we don't always stay in touch. And we don't necessarily form a community other than the brief time that we come together. That's how, that's how it has worked for me. So, so I'm contemplating, um, should I be doing more to try to create community? And as I said, I've really gone backwards in a way because of the pandemic. I stopped um, speaking in person at live events because everyone did. Those events are not really being held anymore. That would be one of the places where I would network with people, particularly around the subject of end of life issues. Um, But that's not really happening anymore. So there is a community, but it's all virtual and meeting online. And I've created a community of sorts of people who listen to my podcast who I know are out there and who have gotten to know me um, through through this podcast and End of Life University, and um, they are connected to me energetically in a sense, um, but it's not the same as having a face-to-face community that goes into the same room together and has conversations and shares meals and uh, the energetic connection we can feel when we're in each other's proximity and in the same space. So I've been um, contemplating lately, how can I get some of the advantages of community without having to commit to being part of a face-to-face group? And one reason for that is because I now live in two different places. We go back and forth from two different homes, um, one near our children, one in the mountains in Colorado. And so I'm in each each place for around three months at a time and then leave again to go to the other place. And that lifestyle is not very conducive to being part of a regular group that meets together. I'm kind of a vagabond. And as I said, I've always been somewhat a loner. So 
I really don't think I'm going to find a cohesive group that I will just connect with and um, meet up with on a regular basis. So I'm looking for creative ways to find community. And one thing that I experienced um, a few weeks ago when I was visiting my daughter in Oakland was coming across a drumming group, a, a group of people, you know, meeting in the park playing drums. And I found out this happens every Saturday and Sunday in this park. And it was amazing. We sat and listened to the drumming. Um, the rhythm was incredible, the power of it, and just the ability of, of the drum beats to kind of bring us all together and it actually felt like I was part of the community in that circle of people creating this amazing sound together and flowing in this rhythm together and that was a very satisfying experience and I realized that that works for me in a sense even though I don't didn't know a single person there because we entered into that space with drumming and I think this can happen with music as well uh, we're sharing together we're communicating together via rhythm and music and I think that that can be a pretty powerful substitute for the the face-to-face -face group experience um, that that I'm now missing out on that. I mean, I'm now actually choosing to not have as part of my life as, as I expand in consciousness. So I found that that was very satisfying for me. And I think that that's something I could recreate perhaps by seeking out other venues where there, where live music is being played and drumming is taking place or dancing. Um, that could be a way to feel for a moment part of a community and feel the connection and thrive on the connection with other human beings who are also called to be in that place at the same moment. So what I discovered is I think that could be something that could work for me in the future, but I'm going to have to seek it out. I'm going to have to have a strong intention toward that in order to make that happen. I believe that another way I can create community is through being a volunteer or through acts of generosity or altruism toward other people. And that the more I focus on on kindness and bringing kindness into the world, the more I can create these moments of connection, which are part of community. And sometimes those deep moments when we connect with another person don't even happen when we're in more superficial groups, but they can happen in a single momentary encounter when we hold the door open for someone or we help them with something or we simply smile or we show kindness to someone in need. So for me, I'm contemplating that as well. Can I use uh, momentary acts of kindness, generosity, altruism as a substitute for uh, group community? Can I have moments and sparks of this communal feeling with other people? And will that satisfy my need for these connections in my life? And I don't know yet. That's something I'm contemplating that I think could work for me. But I'm curious to know if other people out there are also experiencing a sense of loneliness, which, as I said, I recognized in all the writings of people on these deconstruction platforms who are leaving their religion. 
And again, I, I can't say that I feel lonely. I'm very satisfied with the time I spend with my family and I'm an introvert and, and a loner. So I enjoy being alone and I like my solitude time and my private time very much. But, um, but I wonder how many other people on this spiritual journey may have those experiences and times of loneliness that they're going through. And I'm also curious to know, how are you creating community around you? And where are you finding um, satisfaction, satisfactory connections with other people that help nourish your soul? Um, I found a quote by Rumi um, who says, do not feel lonely. The entire universe is inside you. Stop acting so small. You are the universe in ecstatic motion. And I take comfort in the fact that Rumi says, do not feel lonely. Um, because Rumi is one of the higher consciousness teachers we have out there who writes about this experience of of growing in consciousness and living a more spiritual life. And so the fact that Rumi says, don't feel lonely, remember you have the whole universe inside of you, um, that's encouraging to me. Uh, that helps me feel like maybe I'm not on the wrong path here. Maybe my uh, lonerism <laughs> and my, my desire for solitude, maybe that's an important part of the path. And maybe as I continue to go within and work on my spiritual development and recognize the universe inside of me, um, maybe I will find that there is community happening within me, inside of me, and that all those benefits of community that I keep hearing about for physical, emotional, and mental health, maybe those still happen in a different way when you're expanding your consciousness and working on spiritual development. I don't know, but I found another quote that I wanted to kind of tie this up with by Yehuda Berg, who writes, a true community is not just about being geographically close to someone or part of the same social web network. It's about feeling connected and responsible for what happens. Humanity is our ultimate community and everyone plays a crucial role. And so I, I love that. I love the idea that all of humanity is our community. I don't need a small, tiny community around me. All of humanity is my community. And that in fact, when I'm searching for connections, I'm connected to everyone. Um, we are connected spiritually to, to everyone on the planet, all of humanity. And when I focus on goodness and kindness and compassion and, and I don't limit it and I'm willing to share it with anyone and everyone, I keep reinforcing that connectedness to every other person within humanity. And so I really like that. I think for me, that makes total sense. And it maybe helps me understand even why I'm comfortable with being solitary in a lot of ways, spiritually solitary and working on my own growth is because the universe is inside of me and I'm connected to all the rest of humanity already. I don't have to create physical 
in the moment connections because I'm aware of these higher energetic connections that exist between me and other people. And in fact, I think I rely on that network, that energetic network of connection as part of this podcast. When I send out messages, I'm, I'm sending out energy. I'm trying to send kindness. I'm trying to send compassion and love energetically to anyone who might be called to listen. And again, I have no idea how many people actually listen, but I know there are some because I, I get messages from you. And I trust that wherever, wherever this, this energetic message and love that I'm sending out needs to go, it will travel there. And whoever needs to receive it will somehow experience it and somehow feel the connectedness that is there. So as a way of coming full circle here, I guess what I'm saying is, I feel like I'm doing okay where I am in my lack of, of um, physical community around me, geographic community close to me, but my awareness of being part of the vast community of humanity and my awareness of having the universe inside of me and the opportunities that will arise every now and then to be part of a drum group or a music circle or a dance that will allow me to participate face to face with other people in that energy and that I'll be okay. I can wait for those opportunities to arise. And so my message that, that I send out to all the people that, that I've been uh, reading comments from on social media who have left behind religion and are struggling with loneliness and isolation at the the level of consciousness development where they happen to be right now i i want to remind you that you are still you are connected with all the love that exists in the universe and you always have been you just haven't known it before and haven't been able to see it and the universe is inside of you. You may not be able to see it now. And you've been taught that you should not try to see it. That you should not try to feel those connections, but they're there for you. And they're holding you. They're carrying you on this journey right now, and they will be there for you. So for anyone right now who's dealing with that intense loneliness, know in this moment that you are connected. You may not be able to feel it or see it right now, but you are connected. And there are many of us who are sending you the love that you need, the support, the acceptance, and the kindness that you're looking for in your life. We're sending it to you energetically. And at some time, you are going to be able to feel those connections. You will discover them. You will find them. So hang on during the lonely times because there is a time of, of greater connection, of greater support, of greater love in your life that is coming for you. And it's just going to take you a little while to open up and be able to see it within yourself and be able to find that. So 
I hope this is helpful for anyone out there listening who's in a place of loneliness right now. And to know you are part of my community and I send you my highest regard and my love. And every week I try to channel that to you and send you this energy for your own growth and for you to begin to see the universe that resides inside of you. So until we're together the next time, remember that we're here for love. Um, That's the perfect thing to focus on when you're feeling lonely. So face your fear, be ready for whatever life brings you next, and love each and every moment of your precious life. Bye-bye.